Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 99 about Melbourne, Florida. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Christina. And I'm Tanya. This week, we are sponsored by AXA Travel Insurance, is the number one travel insurance brand for 10 consecutive years. We've mentioned how important travel insurance is before. Travel insurance is not just for flights or overseas. You can use travel insurance domestically to help with baggage loss, cancellations, trip interruptions, emergency medical or evacuations, and so much more. You can get your no obligation quote by visiting floridatravelpod.com slash AXA. All right, this week we're going to talk about Melbourne, Florida. Melbourne. 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 Melbourne is not here. (laughs) (laughs) But before we talk about that, let's go into our Florida tip of the week. Christina, laundry. Yeah, baby. (laughs) I'm a laundry freak when it comes to traveling. I like having clean laundry when I come home. And I know that's not possible to have clean laundry when you're like, the last few days of your trip or whatever but um i mean to be fair i don't also don't mind just taking my whole suitcase into the laundry room and dumping dumping it it. into the washer but i mean we're always talking about where to do laundry can you do it at your hotel right and like when you're traveling sometimes the hotels will have coin laundry sometimes um there's laundry down the street and you can drop it off and they'll wash dry and fold it and return it to you and personally that's one of my favorites because then i don't have to worry about it at all we had a um, miniature um, washing machine in our camper that we used oh yeah and that was handy for you know smaller loads but like when we were traveling for three weeks in the camper uh, that was a lot and it can get like a pain in the butt to do it at a laundromat when you're there that long and have you ever looked at the laundry sheets that you can buy instead of bringing like liquid laundry detergent or even those pods look for laundry sheets it's kind of like a dryer sheet only they're made for washing and i love them i travel with them all the time yeah i've seen them they have the laundry soap and the fabric softener little strip and it's i don't know how it like knows how to do that but somehow it's got some kind of technology in it right right exactly and so when we're doing our laundry and we're done for the day what else do we need to do oh well actually i mean this has everything to do with what's in your suitcase don't forget your sunscreen we are so pleased to welcome back amy of the florida travel girl amy joined us for pet friendly places in florida on episode 46 and episode 57 where she talked about little havana This week, we have her back to talk about her former place of residence in Melbourne, Florida. You moved away from us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm in Denver now. If you follow Amy on Instagram, you may have noticed that she's no longer residing in Florida, but have no fear. She's still a Florida expert and returns frequently. So welcome back, Amy. We are so happy you are here today. Yeah, it's great to be back. Thank you guys for having me. So you used to live in Melbourne. Yes. And you are not there anymore. However, you said you still have family in the area. You still return frequently. You know, oh, yeah. Honestly, I don't think I've ever... I think I've been to Melbourne once since I've yeah. lived here. How about you? I feel like I've been there a bunch of times, actually, but I can't think of why or what <laughs> I was doing there. Like, it must have been just a, hey, I'm, I have to go to Melbourne for this, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe I've been there. I don't even know. <laughs> It's definitely a small town. Doesn't get as much of attention as I think it deserves. Um, I moved there in 2010 and 
uh, just left. So I was there for over 12 years and loved it. And so I saw it grow so much, like um, since 2010, it's really uh, come a long way. And I think it uh, warrants a day trip now, especially. You say it's a small town and I'm like, I don't even, I don't think of Melbourne as a small town. I don't know why, but like, I think of it as, you know, South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, like big, you know, I know it's funny. I don't know why I think of it that way, but I guess, you know, that just proves I don't have a lot of experience with Melbourne. So let's give a geography lesson. Where is Melbourne? So it is just east of Orlando, um, a little south of Cocoa Beach. So it's right between uh, Cocoa Beach and Vero Beach, which if you aren't familiar with those areas, it's between Daytona Beach and (laughs) Well, and that's why I say I've definitely been there because I've been to everything over in that area. So I must have been just like a, hey, I'm just, you know, passing through. Just don't even realize I'm there. (laughs) Is is FIT uh, over there? Yep, and that's why I moved oh, there. Oh, that's went- why we went there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Okay. But that's yeah, why you moved so, there? Yeah. Yep, I um, went to college at FIT. I'm from oh, New Hampshire. But, um, you know, I was majoring in chemical engineering and wanted to be near the beach. And FIT is one of the few places you can do that. So. Nice. You majored in chemical engineering and you do yeah. travel now. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little different than what I do now. But, yeah. <laughs> Um, that was my major. And then I stayed there after there's a lot of, um, engineering companies in Melbourne and the space coast in general. So understandably so. So generally, if you're going to fly into Florida and you want to go to Melbourne, you're probably going to fly into Orlando, right? Cause I would think that would be the closest airport. Actually, Melbourne has an airport. Oh, there you go. But it only really has Delta and American airlines, but they have a few, um, smaller airlines as well that have like some specific destinations. So, okay, uh, yeah, I used to fly into Melbourne a lot when I was in college, but Orlando tends to have more options. So, and it's about an hour drive from Orlando airport. Okay. That makes sense. So yeah. tell us then, um, obviously we know why you ended up there and we kind of know how to get there. Why, why Melbourne? Why should we visit Melbourne? So, okay, Melbourne is, um, it's on the coast. And now, like, I consider Melbourne and the beaches to be a destination. Um, It's actually, there's a variety of different beaches that are, like, right across the causeway from it. There's Melbourne Beach, there's Indian Atlantic, um, and there's Indian Harbor Beach. Um, But I, and even Satellite Beach, I kind of consider that all Melbourne because you have that right there along the, the causeway. Um, so, so it's a great beach destination and very underrated, a lot less crowded than many other <clears throat> East Coast beaches. Good call on and, the uncrowded. I'm always looking for something uncrowded in Florida. Definitely. Yeah. So I find the beaches to be a big highlight, but also it's becoming a little uh, cultural area. They have two very unique downtowns, uh, downtown Melbourne and then the O'Galley Art District. Oh, and, fun. I like yeah, that it has a downtown because that sometimes presents a you know another aspect to traveling to the area. Exactly. Yeah. So those those are like spots you don't want to miss. And then also like nature. Um, there's a few uh, really cool parks. There's like the Vieira Wetlands and Turkey Creek, and then even like a mountain biking um, park. 
Um, so yeah, there's a lot to do, uh, for nature enthusiasts as well. Mountain biking park is fun. Um, we've done that once or twice and it's, it's so they're well, we haven't done the park where they have them like built in there, but that's a fun yeah. little, it's fun. I like doing that. Yeah. My husband's a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. So let's talk about what to do. So you talked about the beaches a little bit, obviously that's always a thing to do in Florida. What, um, tell me a little bit about the downtown, um, and kind yeah. of what kind of things you can do there. And then, yeah, I want to get into these parks a little bit too. Definitely. So, um, like a lot of people are probably familiar with the Kennedy space center. So a lot of times I recommend though, like that's up in Titusville, which is still pretty close to Melbourne, like half an hour. So I recommend like, if you want to do the Kennedy space center also, like you might want to stay in Melbourne as well. Um, because there's a lot more to do there. So you can stay um, either in the beaches or downtown Melbourne. And then um, while you're there, you know, there's a, a few breweries like Intercoastal Brewery is probably the most known brewery um, in Melbourne, Florida. It's becoming pretty popular regionally. Um, and then there's also like um, the Brevard Zoo is another big highlight. And that's like I've been to a bunch of zoos in Florida and I think the Brevard Zoo is one of the best. Brevard Zoo is definitely top on our list. We've talked about yeah. Brevard before. Yeah, I yeah, haven't so been. That- have you? Have you? I have not been. Okay. But uh, Amy, have you been to the Brevard Zoo? Oh, yeah. So I've okay. been a bunch. Um, my favorite thing to do is they offer kayaking through. Yeah, that's through the. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's the giraffe enclosure mainly, but it's almost like a little like kayaking African safari because you can see giraffes and like different, um, I forget what the like African deer are called and all sorts of birds, stuff like that. We talked about that on our Cocoa Beach episode because we did uh, Cocoa Beach not all that long ago. And so, yeah, I know these are going to, I suppose everyone's going to try to lay claim to a couple of these same yeah. locations. So, but knowing yeah. that, like you said, Melbourne would be a different place to stay if you wanted to do those attractions if you wanted to go into Cocoa Beach or maybe you want a beach like Cocoa but you know a little less crowded like you said that's great yeah and then yeah it's an easy drive to Titusville it's an easy drive to the Brevard Zoo that's a I think that's a highlight of travel when you can find a place that's smaller but within an area that has a lot of like you know like you said you can go to Titusville you can go to Cocoa you can go to, there's all these different things surrounding that area plus it's probably um, easier to find things like accommodations and less busy restaurants and less busy beaches in this case you know I think that's a highlight of traveling when you can do that. Yeah. Like I really like staying at the Hotel Melby. So that's this newer hotel in downtown Melbourne. And it's like very art focused. Um, Melbourne was also like very big on doing uh, a lot of the big arts uh, murals. So um, you could stay in this hotel right in the center of downtown. It has this awesome rooftop bar. And then you're in walking distance to a bunch of like bars, restaurants, and also like the riverfront um, which is a great place to see dolphins. Like you can see dolphins right um, on the Indi- Indian River. So, and that's the Hotel Melby. I gotta yeah. look this place up. And I'm assuming yeah. it's Melby because of Melbourne. Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne yeah. But then if you want a beach experience? One issue I have with Melbourne is there's not a lot of like. Um, there's some chains along the beach, um, but really you'll want to go with a bed and breakfast. There's not a ton of ho- great hotel options on the beach, but um, there's a few really nice bed and breakfasts. My favorite is Port Denver in Melbourne Beach. And that's literally right across from the beach. Um, this really like secluded, um, a pretty part. 
And it's like right in the center of the town. So you can like bike around Melbourne Beach and India Atlantic. And then um, it's also another big reason to visit Melbourne is it's actually one of the uh, biggest places for turtles to nest. Oh, yeah. Ooh. There's like in the summer, I lived by the beach. And in the summer, like it was a rare night. You walked out there and you didn't see a turtle nesting. Oh, that's really good advice, too. So, you're, yeah. like you said, OK, there might not be a lot of chain hotels, but you're going to get a more personalized, unique, yeah. quaint <laughs> experience. So maybe yeah. we shouldn't air this episode because we don't want to give away, <laughs> give it away. <laughs> all our exactly. hidden secret gems here, too. <laughs> yeah, it's like already um, the, they, they offer turtle tours. I think it's the Sea Turtle Preservation Society. So nice. it's like June and July. They take you on these tours. You have these red flashlights because you don't want to um, scare, confuse them with bright light. Right take you to see like the nesting turtles like as long as you're quiet um they aren't too bothered by it you can see them come up on the beach if you're lucky later in the season you might see baby turtles hatch nice. but i've seen like a whole nest hatch before but i've seen videos that it looks amazing you have to get really lucky yeah, I mean, because the timing of that, we know that they come up at night for the yeah. nesting, but the timing yeah. of the hatching is, I'm Random. sure, all over the place. Yeah, so totally. That's really cool. I mean, I didn't realize, I mean, we know we've talked about turtles and turtle nesting and all of that, but I didn't realize um, it Christina just told that me, was for me that wasn't for you it was for me but it's so that I could put it in later because <laughs> yeah. we've talked about some of the best places to see sea turtles and it's great to know that Melbourne is definitely one of those places and that you've had experience seeing that oh, that's, yeah. you know that's really that's kind of a good testimonial when you can say yes this person I know she has done this so yep yeah, and if the turtle tours do book up pretty early in advance, so even if you can't do that, like you can, I have a blog post about how to like safely and like respectfully go out onto the beach and um, look for them coming well, up. That make sure we link. To I was that just about too. to say, yeah, we'll have to. I'm going to pull that up right now so I can link to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so you talked about the art district. Tell me yeah. more about this. You said O'Galley Art District. Yeah, so I really love O'Galley Art District. It's like this collection of all like um, small businesses, like art galleries, restaurants, bars, um, and shops. And so they have um, a few really good restaurants. Like my favorite is the um, Irish Cottage Pub. And it's this really nice like Irish restaurant. Um, the owners are from Ireland and they have like inside, it feels like a cozy little cottage. And that, but then outside, they also have like a really nice patio where they have um, Irish bands play. So it feels like you're at like a pub. I feel like there is a little bit more of Irish influence over on that side of the state. <laughs> you are not the first person. I mean, I was in Cocoa Beach not that long ago, and my friends had discovered this pub and went back there every day for breakfast. He was that obsessed. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. We, you know, there's also Mega Malley's in downtown Melbourne. So no shortage of Irish food and atmosphere which I always find fun. Yeah, that is fun. Okay, so tell me a little bit, like you said, art galleries too? Yeah, yeah. So like um, all sorts of local artists have um, different shops there. So you can see um, like, you know, paintings, 
sculptures, um, stuff like that. And then they have a lot of festivals too. Like um, they do like first Fridays where they have like music. And then another festival I love is um, put on by Intracoastal Brewing is the Rocky Water Brew Fest. And that's this like really awesome craft beer festival they do every, it's either October or November, depends on the year. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's like a great time to go. That's, you know, all these different Florida breweries and they bring, you know, kegs of like limited edition beers and um, yeah, it makes for a fun day. Fun. I just pulled up their website and it was October 22nd of last year. It doesn't look like they have dates for this year yeah. yet, but <laughs> We're all for that kind of stuff. (laughs) We're all for a brewery. Festivals, breweries. Festivals, yeah. That would be fun. Um, Will you come back for the festival? (laughs) I want to. I've been like every year since I think 2017. They didn't do it in 2020. Of course. Uh, But yeah, but I would definitely like to go back because that's like one of my favorite Melbourne events. Well, let us know if you do, and we're joining you for sure. Yeah. So I have yeah. that date. Well, I mean, I have October. I don't have anything planned as of yet. So Don't worry. That'll fill up quickly. Put oh, it on your calendar it now. Already <laughs> Christina, who do you trust when it comes to finding tours in Florida? We talk a lot about tours in Florida, and I found that I trust trusted tours and attractions. What a great name, right? Right. <laughs> You know, they're the experts in sightseeing tours, and you can see them everywhere. Really? Like where? Well, my favorite are Old Trolley Tours in St. Augustine and Key West, and they have museums and attraction tickets. I found that the best part is the combo tickets you can get on trusted tours and attractions that help you save even more money. I mean... We need to save money so we can see more. And you can see more at the same time because you get them in a combo. Exactly. Where can we go? You can visit floridatravelpod.com slash tours to get started. Okay. So you talked a little bit about the the different, you talked about a couple of different breweries. You've talked about, uh, you mentioned a couple of the Irish restaurants. Where else do you like to eat when you're in Melbourne? Yeah. So for EGAD, the other options that are great are FM Pizza Oven, which is, um, a really fun pizza place. Um, they also have like some other um, like wood roasted dishes, um, you know, with the oven. And then Squid Lips has more of the like waterfront type of experience. Squid Lips. Laughing at that. Are there any? Yeah. Are there any like you know coffee type places, coffee Ooh, bar, or anything coffee. like that? Yeah. Yeah, so um, Anaya's is the EGAD coffee shop. That's um, really good. But then also not far down the street, Apocalypse Coffee Roasters is the um, one of like the main independent Melbourne uh, shops to go to. And they also have really good food there, too. Nice. It's always yeah. nice to have a good little um, you know, a morning spot or, you know, what about so I, I this isn't. I don't know if it would if there's coffee shops on the on the beach or anything like that, but like you know, you think about sitting out by the morning, yeah. in the uh, watching the waves and the sunrise and having a coffee, something like that. Definitely. So another thing about Melbourne that's unique is there's not a lot of like beachfront places because ah. they have the mangroves intact. Oh, um, that helps prevent hurricane damage. Actually, so it's not nearly as developed as the coast of much of the East Coast. Um, so you won't find a lot of like ocean view, 
But I love this spot called Cafe Surfinista, which has like acai bowls, coffee, avocado toast. It's kind of like a little um, surf spot. And so you can get Fun. breakfast, lunch there. And then it's on the same like it's right by the beach. And you can go like on the boardwalk and kind of look out while you drink your coffee. That's cool. Yeah. See, that's that's what I was thinking of. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then another spot, um, I really like uh, Too Cool Coffee, uh, Too Cool Cafe. That's another really good brunch spot. It's not on the water, but it's pretty close by the water. Oh, yeah, and and honestly, it was just a matter of, like, what what's near the beach, what's, you know, that gives yeah. you that little yeah. aspect of beach town, and very yeah. cool. Yeah, um, there's sands on the beach that does have, like, uh, that's, like, the one place in Melbourne, actually, that has, like, an ocean view. Um, so stands on the beach, I think it's lunch and dinner. They have like, you know, typical, like, uh, surf food, you know, fish and whatnot. Very nice. Yeah. Well, then, so, um, go ahead. <laughs> oh, sorry. A few more restaurants if we have time. Yeah. Uh, go for it. Yeah. Place I had to mention is, um, fish bellies. So this is a new <laughs> food There's some truck. great yeah. names in yeah. Melbourne too. <laughs> Yes, but this food truck is unbelievable. They get fresh fish every day and make fish tacos and fish burritos and fish sandwiches. Like, we became obsessed with it before we left. That was, like, our go-to. So it's only open for lunch, but if you're looking for, like, a seafood lunch, that's, like, a must. I mean, I love that kind of stuff. I love fish tacos. Fish burritos sound delicious. What a fun, what, I mean, what a fun place. And I like that it's only open for lunch because these people need to have lives too. It also also probably generates a little more of a, um, a, a desire to go because you're like, oh, I only get to go a certain certain time. Yes. Yes. And then um, downtown Melbourne also has a lot of great restaurants for like a date night. I really like um, Ember and Oak. And this place is pretty cool. They um, have all like boards, like think of like a charcuterie board, but different like styles. So like they'll do steak boards. They had like a fried chicken southern board. They'll do um, like vegetarian boards. Like we got this really good um, like roasted cauliflower with like feta once and had all these different like um, wood roasted veggies on the board. So like all sorts of different really creative um, meals there. Nice. I like a, we have a restaurant here like that. That's a charcuterie restaurant and it's, it's uh-huh. so much fun. And it's such a, it's a trending thing right now. Charcuterie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's a great one to get. Well, but I have a whole list of the best restaurants in Melbourne on my blog. So I was just going to say there's another link that Amy has. And I know. And, you know, what's funny is that every once in a while I will search for something to do in like Winter Park or, you know, some fun things to do in Orlando. And um, I pull up Pinterest. I'm searching something. And oh, sure enough, there's one of Amy's websites and one of Amy's blogs. I mean, she is definitely the expert when it comes to this area. So, so what are what are your absolute favorites? Things that you like to do or I mean, activity wise in the area? Yeah. Well, so I used to have a paddleboard and was big fan of paddleboarding. Nice. Uh, that intercoastal they have tours which i'd recommend if you haven't done it before through like paddling paradise um and you can they'll take you to all the like really good spots where you're likely to see dolphins or manatees 
So that's like a must. I always take like visitors paddle boarding. Nice. Good call. It makes sense too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, you know, it's just great to be on the water. Um, for beaches, I recommend Spessard Holland or any beaches south of there. So um, that's in Melbourne Beach or it even goes down to Ferdinanda Beach. And then if you want to keep going to Sebastian Inlet, that can get pretty crowded in the summer, but it has like beautiful views from the pier. You said Spencer, oh, Spessard Holland. I got yeah. it. Holland. Yeah. So um, like anywhere, like basically beaches that are between um, James Nance Park and like uh, High Tower Beach, those ones get pretty crowded. Oh, okay. But if you go south of there, it's less crowded. And then also in Satellite Beach, there's a lot of beaches that are pretty secluded as well, but a lot of them don't have like facilities like restrooms and stuff. So it's more just like you might not want to spend all day there. That is yeah. definitely one of my recommendations when I'm yeah. recommending beaches is places that have a place to wash off, a bathroom. Yeah. Especially when you have little kids. Yeah. So. Definitely. Well, good to know. Well, um, do you have any of those rapid fire lists that you want to go to, Christina, that she mentioned? Oh, I mean, some of these restaurants, like I kind of, I, I like the sound of all the restaurants because of their uniqueness, you know, like the Squid yeah. Labs or the Fish Place, but like um, that Irish Cottage Pub sounds fantastic. And the secluded, like little off the beaten path beach of um, the Holland, the Cessard Holland, or Se what's it called again? Spessard Holland, yeah. Spessard yeah. Holland. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're known for mangling some names from time to time. Me so, <laughs> yeah, to keep in mind, I when I moved there, I thought it was um, like Melbourne, Australia, but they call it Melbourne. Melbourne, yeah, yeah, Melbourne, not Melbourne. It's like <laughs> Lancaster or Lancaster. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because we're American and we say things how we want to, so we've devised yeah. our own version of English. So, um, Amy, thank you so much for joining us. We're so glad to have you back, even though you are now a Colorado girl. We know, like I said, she knows her stuff here in but Florida. But she's Florida girl at heart, so she we're going to keep her there. Still, yeah, <laughs> we're still going to keep her just for that. So, um, yeah. again, thank you. Thank you so much. And we look forward to having you back again. We'll come up with something else for you to talk about. <laughs> it's always such a joy to have you. I love coming on. Thank you guys so much. Thank, Thank you. you. And now it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. We're sticking in Melbourne this time, huh? Yes, we are. And this week's featured product is the Elderberry Fairy. I love that. I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> the Elderberry Fairy is based in Melbourne and they produce homemade, great tasting and all natural elderberry products to keep you and your family healthy. For eight years, they have used their homemade elderberry syrup to keep their children healthy from germs that they were exposed to at school, camp and church. And the recipe worked so well that their friends started purchasing the syrup to keep their families healthy. Uh, they launched the Elderberry Fairy in 2018 and have rapidly grown since. And now they sell from their storefront in Melbourne and deliver through oh all, my all of Brevard County and ship all over the United States. They have a whole store? 
Isn't that great? <laughs> yes. Awesome. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. All right. Stay tuned to see where we're going next week. In the meantime, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod and visit our website, floridatravelpod.com. We share a lot of what we are doing, our recent travels, little events, things that we find, hidden gems, just silly little things that we find throughout Florida because we want to encourage you to get out and take a look around where you live, where you're visiting. Everything about Florida is great and there's so much to see and do so keep track of us on our social media be sure to give us some comments or reach out on email at hello at floridatravelpod.com and we had a comment recently on our facebook page that i wanted to share from charlotte she said as a native floridian i've learned so much through your podcast that i never knew you're right in that florida floridians practically have everything and i'm glad snow and typically extreme cold weather is not among our state's environment (laughs) perfect comment thank you charlotte for your comment we really appreciate it and you can further support us by leaving comments or by following us and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player this really does help others discover our content and if you enjoy our content consider supporting us on patreon go to patreon.com slash florida travel pod to get shout outs postcards stickers and more and if you support us it really does allow us to dedicate more time to research the best content from the sunshine state Next week, I Christina, cannot believe this. Next week, we're turning a hundred years, years old. It's like the hundred days of school. It is, but that's it for this week. I'm Tanya, and I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone.